clap. All right, that's good enough. <laughs> but yeah, uh, thank you so much, Kylie. You know, I've been a fan for a while. You're oh, thank you. Especially like during, like you've been super like product, like churning out these like characters and stuff like that, and like sketches <laughs> and stuff like that during the pandemic. It's just been like a reliable source of joy. So thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Uh, we actually have a um, recurring segment on our show um, because like we know that you know you you have a podcast and it's kind of like a satire on like um, round tables and like actors artistic <laughs> process and stuff like that yes yeah so we have like a recurring segment on our show uh, we do it every pretty much every episode it's not always successful because um, the segment's called um, Kylie Breakman Breakman's down her iconic roles and you do this every episode yeah it's with everybody oh okay uh -huh. people get upset it doesn't it usually falls flat we usually cut it out uh, <laughs> like, that makes this sense episode. yeah that yeah, makes hopefully, sense like, hopefully this time will work out nicely yeah uh so i got a, like um i got a little bowl here full of some of your <laughs> characters you've made over oh my god okay wait wait, wait. so what <laughs> what was the title of this segment again one more time <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah of course of course it's uh, Kylie Breakman breaks breaks, breaks spells, down breaks men's down yes breaks men's down. down some Got of it. her iconic roles. Okay, okay, yeah. got it. <laughs> okay, so uh, first up, we got POV. You're in an acting class. Um, uh, I've been in a lot of acting classes and this is what they're like. Next. <laughs> Scarecrow who got me too. Um, I, I've, I've seen some stuff out on the farms and, uh, boy, boy, is it problematic. Next. Probably wishes he had a brain, right? <laughs> CEO of this plane. CEO of this plane. That was a commercial. <laughs> 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 you found my American Airlines commercial. Yeah, one of your iconic characters. <laughs> um, uh, uh, it one of my, uh, yeah, I was on a plane, um, and I love American Airlines. Next. Girl <laughs> whose boyfriend is really funny. This is, a oh, this is, this is when boys do open mics and it's sad. It's sad when the girls are there too. It's so sad when they're on their arm, um, and, uh, he's not funny. Oh man, it's so sad. Okay, next. <laughs> uh, every brief to ever um this is from both when i was a barista and when i've watched other people be a barista uh this is typically <laughs> what they are like next <laughs> the, the part of that like sketch that's so funny is like it's <laughs> first of all it's done so dryly but secondly like because it's like just like you doing like a coffee order like yeah you if you haven't seen it, it's it's an anti-joke. It is just yeah. simple. Every barista ever is just a person <laughs> taking an order. Um. I like that like half the comments on that TikTok are like, don't understand, not funny, yeah. don't get. <laughs> I got a lot of people being like, this is your least funny video to date. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh uh, Congress, aka Hello Pores. <laughs> um, oh boy, oh boy, have we got a mess up in there? Um, uh, yeah. Next, <laughs> I'm, I'm like starting to think that um, the the uh, Congress is uh, run by clowns. Okay, lady who doesn't trust the vaccine. Um, oh man, there's so many of them. There's so many of these ladies, and they're everywhere. And one of them was one of my close friends who I recently blocked on all platforms. Oh <laughs> no, I'm so sorry. It was kind of freeing um yeah I saw, I saw a lot of pain in your eyes like when you were doing i know it's like it, it was like that was definitely one of the more funny and an oh no ways that i've done where <laughs> yes. it's like 
Oh no. If I think about this for too long before filming it, it's not going to be good. I don't want to interrupt this classic bit that we've always done with all our guests. So I know. I can't believe you do this every show. (laughs) The best it's ever got. That's crazy. (laughs) Uh, Linda Hollywood. I, I like set, I've been saying the phrase, hello, Linda Hollywood's phone, Linda Hollywood speaking in my mind for like a year before I filmed that. (laughs) I was just like, this isn't anything. It would always be like, I should do that one. And then I'm like, it's nothing. It's not anything. Thing. and then finally i figured it out um yeah that's her that's linda uh the trump comment section i want this this one's my favorite one <laughs> like truly this is just me uh being online way too much and seeing <laughs> way too much of the resistance and um all of our lovely gen x friends and relatives just losing their minds uh okay uh finally uh me singing you've got trouble from the music man with no bit <laughs> <laughs> one, of your, one of your iconic characters one of my iconic characters is um what's his face from the music man harold hill um harold hill yes yeah. uh my boyfriend and i in the beginning of quarantine made it one of our stupid like quirky quarantine goals to memorize every word of that song and it took days it took days and days and then i put it away in the back of my mind and then five months later, I was like, let's see if I just know it. <laughs> it had been a hard day. <laughs> um, so like that was a little over five minutes, but um, who's counting? Where are the are the are there cops here? This is actually the first podcast. We've stepped out as the first podcast banning cops from our show. So. And thank God you did. <laughs> it's about time. It's about time yeah. we ban cops. It's from brave podcasts. as a podcast. <laughs> uh, OK, so, uh, speaking of like hilarious characters, I got a hilarious character. It's guy who who wants to start the show click remember that record that you bought me like two years ago well i just remember that it's sitting in the closet so i called you up just to tell you i've been meaning to listen to roulette i've been meaning to listen to roulette why don't you come over and talk about it Ooh. Come over and talk about it. Nice. That's a classic character. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the show. Welcome to I've Been Mean to Listen to That, the podcast where we go through albums we've been mean to listen to and use it as a conduit to learn about each other and our guests. I'm Andrew Ambrose Lee. I'm just happy to be here. Sean Wilkinson. And I'm just fine. Michael Levantado. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I threw it off a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we got a fantastic guest. Uh, she's a comedian who hosts a podcast. It's Kylie Brakeman. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. We don't know Kylie, I wish we I wish we I wish we had some like archive of your uh, content to go through before this episode. But sadly, <laughs> that's all we know. Podcast. That's fine. Nothing else. No, no, no. I'm uh, just another one. <laughs> just another drop in the bucket. Kylie, truly, I find you so funny. I think you are just one of you you get it. You get what's really funny. My my oh, boyfriend. Thank you. My boyfriend has laughed for like months now at your barista TikTok <laughs> the anti joke. He's like, oh my god! Like like he showed it to I me the other believe. day, and I was like, 
this has made such an impact on him and it's i mean we were talking about it before it it is embarrassing how long it took me to film that because i was like every time i i was like i have to tone it back i like i have to make sure this is so incredibly normal like i need to make sure nobody thinks i'm joking if i had like a slight because i feel like i have kind of like a distinct way of talk or i like i kind of go all over the place when i talk and i was like i really have to make this the most normal woman who has ever lived. Right. Yeah, I'm like, oh, my mouth was doing something. They, they might think that's the joke, and then it'll and then it won't work at all. Um, but thank you so much for doing the show. You've already been a delight, super game. Um, the um, but yeah, the podcast you host is called Artists on Artists on Artists. Let me double check this. On on artists. Okay, there we go. Artists. <laughs> yes, uh, there is four. Yeah, I, I like uh, had a fact check. Uh, could you tell us a little bit about that show? And like, for those who might not know. Yes. So um, it is an improvised Hollywood roundtable podcast. So basically anytime like Variety or um, I don't like, I don't know what other magazine entity or body like gathers um, like showbiz people in a panel to talk about like the industry. It's very just like, um self-referential like pretentious sort of stuff and we play different characters each time i host it with uh patrick mcdonald jeremy colhane and angela giratana and we have a ton of fun guests and it's super fun we're available everywhere yeah i listened to uh i listened to an episode to prep today like uh the episode of lisa gilroy that's uh, hilarious like you uh, it's su- super <laughs> she hilarious. destroyed me in that yeah yeah, yeah. oh uh, thank you yeah, I, I can't vouch for the other episodes because I haven't listened to them. That'd be dishonest journalism. The other ones but... have not been fact-checked, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. listen at your own risk. I have So I have a question then, because I haven't listened to your podcast yet. So do you guys do, like, are you playing actual actors? No, so we're we're all fake people. Um, we're fake people in, uh, fake to real movies. We always, we have, like, a, we used to have a hard rule where we're, like, only fake movies. We have to make sure everything is fake. We're only referencing fake movies. And then every once in a while, somebody will be like, Bruce Willis. And then we're like, okay, well, that's out the window. <laughs> <laughs> hold, on, hold on, hold on. The lady you played in that episode who like uh, got fired from composing music because she ended up having a file of a real song, a pre-written <laughs> song, and like accidentally <laughs> sending it to uh the the movie is a not real person it's a not real person um just a lady who <laughs> accidentally dragged the file for WAP into a commercial and then got blackballed from the industry uh Dolly Parton let's talk a little bit about her what is your Kylie what is your background what is your understanding your history with Dolly Parton you said you were a big fan but what does that entail what does that look like for you yeah I mean I uh as with a lot of like music stuff um I will like talk a big game about loving an artist and they will genuinely be like one of my favorite artists but if you ask me to name something I draw a complete blank and uh like so I I feel like I'm like my love for Dolly is at a 10 but my knowledge of Dolly ultimately (laughs) will hover around like a seven but you have to know that the passion is there oh you're a real real Dolly Parton fan name 3,000 of her songs (laughs) (laughs) that's only one eighth of her discography by the way her discography is so huge it's so intimidating (laughs) this is like so White Limousine the one we're talking about is her 29th album and she mm. still has a couple oh decades left and this here. was 1989 <laughs> yeah. yeah so um yeah okay okay so like what is your like general what is that knowledge like kind um, of entail basically that i 
I don't know necessarily. I'm just kind of like <laughs> I have. Um, okay, you're a seven. I have name some bangers. <laughs> name, name seven anything. things. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I'm a, I'm a big fan of so many songs, um, and she. <laughs> and it sounds like I'm stalling because I, I love- am. I love guitars. I love singing. I love guitars. I love, I love hair. big hair. hair. <laughs> Wait, um, we, we um, have a no cop policy on this show. I don't know about this. Uh, well, uh, uh-oh, I'm going to pull off my face mask. I'm a cop. Um, uh, I saw her in the Hollywood Bowl in 2016, and she is so good at singing That's still. interesting, Kelly. What songs she, did she play? Um, uh, <laughs> fuck. Um, we don't mean, We truly don't mean to come off as like name three under oh. the song. No, so, no, 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 no. It's so bad. No, I. She played well. That was when I discovered that she was the one who wrote "And I Will Always Love You." I had never known that. Um, oh, yeah. But her version yeah. is heartbreaking. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. she wrote it and she means it. Um, <laughs> yeah. But much she's less great. Showy. Like it's much yeah. less of like a she has so many incredible vamps in between each um song about her tits and about like plastic surgery. And you these are like time tested jokes that have spanned like decades. And they work. They hold up. They might even predate boob jobs, these jokes. Like they're they they're do. classics. <laughs> so what is like what what about this album? Like you said you didn't really know this album. This was kind of like so what what is your what was your uh, preconceived notions coming in? Um, I because I I don't really listen. I've never listened to Dolly like by album. It's called always just kind of been like shuffled or like the Spotify this is Dolly Parton playlist. Um, but I was surprised to know that um uh why'd you come in here looking like that was on this album. That's one of my favorites. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, White Limousine, I kind of knew, like the single itself. It was definitely like a fun album. I feel like she had like a couple of like dips in energy, but like for the most part, it was just kind of like bang, 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 fun. It's only 35 minutes. It's like kind of a quick listen. Yeah. All of her albums have like 10 songs each usually. Like, so like there's uh, pretty easy to like dissect or analyze in that way. Um, Yeah. Speaking of which, this is our month long dive our our finale of Dolly Podton. Uh we're very excited. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, this is our month, this is our finale of our uh Dolly Podton. We're covering uh congratulations. Thank you. Thank, made you. It. Thank you. Uh we're having a rap party after this. Uh <laughs> during the Emmys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, All three of us are getting boob jobs in honor of uh this finally. you gotta show respect. <laughs> Been waiting around for this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like um oh, what was I gonna say? Um let's talk about let's talk about this album. Like, um, so basically a quick there's not a lot of background. I tried looking online. I Something like songfacts.com. Oh, like, okay. so because there's not a lot on Wikipedia either. And yeah. like, I tried looking and like, I couldn't, so I don't know how verifiable this is. So I could be like, this could all be wrong, but I just want to make sure. Wait. Okay. It's songfacts.com uh, slash facts slash Dolly dash Parton slash white dash limousine. Uh, and the limousine is spelled wrong. So that's where I got my, that's my source that I'm citing here. Um, but yeah, if you want to check, if you want to pull that up real fast, just to okay, let's um, uh, 
songfacts.com. <laughs> Come on, Andrew, one more time. Dot com slash. 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 <laughs> Ollie Parton. <laughs> it's no just... results found. Wait. Mm, wait. <laughs> that can't be right. Just... I'll just take your word for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, like, um, the, the the majority of the background on this album is is kind of a response to her the the critical failure of her album Rainbow Rainbow, which is kind mm-hmm. of uh, where she's kind of like leaning like this, and she has like a tight leather <laughs> figure figure like number thing, and um, yeah, she like is like kind of more country pop, whereas kind of like and people are like boo, not interested, and so she was like okay, let me try and return to my country roots let me try and like show people that i that i still know how to do this i still know how to like do country songs and like kind of return to it's not like there's like a huge scandal or anything but like she kind of i think that was kind of the thought process behind that and then Mm -hmm. she um she got this guy ricky skaggs to be her producer he produced all the he produced all the records and like the the impetus was kind of like she like the quote here is like Dolly proclaimed that they were gonna write like we're hungry again, but then realized <laughs> the absurdity of the fact that she like pulled up in a limousine to like a Beverly Hills mansion and stuff like that, and, it's, like, <laughs> and, and is as far as a as hungry as a person can actually be. And then like they kind of like played off that tension a little bit. Mm. Um, so that's a little bit of background. Like, what do you feel are the themes of this particular album? I, well, I definitely thought this was gonna be like. I didn't know any, like I had never heard uh, Why'd You Come In Here Looking Like That before, but like, Ugh. it seems like everybody knew that song except me. Um, but j- I like totally prejudged this by the album cover. I thought it was going to be like synth pop or something like that. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like 80s and it has like, I don't know, something about it just like exudes like synth energy to me. Yeah. We made a joke last week on our previous episode, but you know, part of me would imagine, part of me imagined that this would be closer to Parsus, like kind of like her version of, like her <laughs> of version Jesus. of Jesus, like the, or like <laughs> her version of like reputation or like Taylor Swift's reputation where the idea of those albums is kind of, uh, you know, it would be her leaning into her more decadent, extravagant, sequin mm-hmm. camp superstar persona the entire time. And then as the album progressed, we kind of realized she's still the same old country gal we've always loved. You know, I'm like I, I thought that would be the arc Wait. of the album. I'm it surprised is- you didn't see on Song Facts that they cut um, her song, I Am a Goddess. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and and the line where she said he would she would put a fist in him like a civil right. rights act. So yeah, that's really, what about you, Kylie? What were you kind of like thinking that were, that were the themes of this album? It definitely felt like I didn't know that that it was like her in response to um uh like a different genre that didn't work like it felt like a strategic country play. It felt very much like I'm Dolly. This is me being country again. This is what you guys want. Um, and I know how to do it. I know how to serve it up. So here it is. Um, like uh. Take me back to the country, just very right over the plate. Like, <laughs> right, right. She's like, y'all know where the best place is? Yeah. That's right. Hey, listen, guys, <laughs> this is where I'm from. My favorite obvious play on this album is the last track, which usually has like a, a Jesus track. But this one's like 
Do you guys want to hear a literal Bible story? That like... did throw me because everything else I was along for the ride for. And then I like I expect a little bit of Jesus in country. Right, but she literally right. it was a play by play of they of moved to the tomb and then he was there and Jesus was I wasn't I still don't fully know the story of Jesus enough to rattle it off. I was like, is this did this come out in like April, like around Easter or something? Like, is this an Easter <laughs> album? I don't oh, know. you love Jesus. Name. Truly the story of Easter. Right. It feels very like it feels literally like a church play. Like she right. she like yeah. she like wrote for like Andrew Lloyd Webber's like children's church or something <laughs> like that. You know. Right. Um yeah. Uh any other like any themes, any other themes of this album? Like what is this album you feel is about? Like Michael, what, what do you think? It's this one's so all over the place. It doesn't really have a through line compared to some of her previous albums. Uh, it's like, you know, oh, let me bring my like bumpkin family back like here and they can meet my cool limo driver. Like, uh, oh, you know where I want to be back in the country. Oh, you know, who's good? Jesus. Uh, you know, who's hot? That guy, my on thick king. Yeah, we do have a horny track on this. We have a couple horny tracks. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dolly loves to be horny. Yeah. The um the way till I get you home was like a I don't for some reason I don't like it when country is like overtly horny I I'm like <laughs> yeah. other genres I it's fine and then that's cool but for some reason with country it just feels so viscerally like oh these are two like this is like a mom and a dad having sex <laughs> like it's <Yeah>. not <laughs> well and I think in their language too like it's so. It, yeah, like it's it's so direct. Like you stir up sexy feelings. Like that's such an unsexy <laughs> yeah. thing to say. <laughs> but with country, I think it is sexier. you hear every word. You hear every sure. word, uh, and yeah, it's yeah. like it's very like with other genres. It's like I like I don't fully I don't understand like like a third of what people are saying in pop or rap because it's mm. so fast. Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. so that you kind of disguise a lot of the horniness. If a if a horny line is like is like not the best written like you don't even really clock it because it's just so like fast paced but with this it's like i hear everything yeah i mean i just found out wap is about sex so you know it's like hard right. to track <laughs> also just like the way like dolly out clearly outshines mac davis on the track oh, he's like hey oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like but like the the last like little like the out i actually think the song's pretty sweet i actually think it's kind of nice but like the last bit where he's like Oh yeah, I'm gonna take you home or whatever. Like, it's like, yeah. is, he, is he going to like harvest your organs or something? <laughs> yeah, who's this guy? Why is and he I, here? I'll lay you on a slab. <laughs> uh, it's like kind of like, like the engineer is like, hey, uh, that was good. Uh, could you do it less, Babadook, or something like that? Yeah. <laughs> no, that was perfect. One take, <laughs> Mac Davis. One take, King. <laughs> so I actually think this is like. This is really kind of getting into like Dolly as more of a um, brand or Dolly as like kind of a recipe or like Dolly as like uh, a mogul sort of like where she's like not writing all of her songs as much. She's like picking covers or like having other people mm -hmm. write her songs for her and like kind of like uh, putting them together in like a package and like kind of um, I'm like kind of start starting to see her as like proto Beyonce. Or like, you know, where it's like, you don't know, she's not interesting, like, or like kind of like, or like a uh, proto Carly Rae Jepsen, where instead of a person who's like interesting tabloid fodder, she's like more of a craftswoman, like kind of like she makes sturdy 
mahogany tables of albums, basically. Like Kevin T. Porter <laughs> was on our show and like talked about that a little bit. Um, where and then like, so yeah, like I'm like, I bet like my theory is like she came up with the idea of like, okay, this album is called White Limousine. I'm like, cool. What's your take on it? And like, uh, this lady comes in on a white limousine and then she wants to go back home. And like, okay, that's not an, that's not an album. And then she was like. <gasps> okay, well, I can do, like, I can write heartbreak albums in my sleep, basically. I, right. like, I, I can do, I, I've done this hundreds of times, and, like, I'm really good at, like, making heartbreak albums. So, like, six or seven songs are heartbreak albums, and then, like, up, oh, <laughs> like, you know, the Ryan Gosling meme where it, like, kind of, like, sprinkles, like, the little, and, like, a little bit of Jesus, and, like, right. call, yeah. call yeah. it a day, basically. This, this, this one was, like, she has her salt shaker of Jesus, and, like, the cap was, like, really loose, or whatever yeah. this, this that time really I dumped think... out a lot of jesus there. <laughs> yeah. there uh but no i think that's like i'm i'm kind of glad we're on the last like dolly album just because i do feel like she's we're kind of getting into a little like samey with her albums mm-hmm. like sure. it's all the same i'm seeing i'm seeing the like uh inner workings a little bit too much yeah yeah, yeah. It's and that's why I was like, I was excited. I was like, oh, it's going to be like a synth pop album or something like something. Completely right. Different. That's why I and chose then, it. I thought it was going to be something different. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it's it's Dolly. That's Which it's like, it's it's still not bad. It's just like, yeah, okay, I've, I've kind of heard this before. You know, like kind of like how Marvel movies like there. There's not really a terrible <laughs> Marvel movie these days. It's just kind of like the the quality level is like, but it doesn't the ceiling isn't as high as it used to be or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also um, the last thing I'll say about this is. Uh, it, it it does feel kind of like like an iPhone update, basically. Like, oh, a new a new Dolly album, you know? Right, Just right, like, right. Dolly. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, kind of fun at first to explore, and then like an hour after, you're like, okay. Yeah, I feel like Dolly's whole strategy is just like quantity over quality with these albums because she has so many hits, but it's only because she put out like a thousand songs. You're constantly putting out work. You're bound to get some hits. Yeah. 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 And like what we talked about this on, uh, you know, uh, the episode with Lisa is just like how much of this, how much of this, how much life did she actually live of this, you know, to like write about, yeah. you know, because like she got famous pretty like with Jolene is like pretty, it felt authentic because it was about her experience, like kind of breaking free from Porter Wagner and stuff like that. And then like clear blue morning, like that, um, the new harvest album is like kind of like that freedom. And then after that, like, you kind of like got everything you wanted. So like, what do you write about? And like, she like kind of like revisits heartbreak. She revisits and not the, again, it's an iPhone is a good product. I, I use it all the time. It's good. Um, <laughs> but it's like, it's yeah. I'm like kind of, yeah. I'm just like, every time of like, music, I feel like does yeah. have that though. Like Dolly is like, you know, we know the formula by this point where it's like, Oh, my heart is broken. I'm horny for like my husband and like, guess who's great number one up there jesus christ you know and i'm like you know i I show these albums to my parents every time we listen i say oh yeah if songs are only about sex what about he's alive by dolly parton what do you think (laughs) which you know the song title could be about sex but he is risen indeed that's not (laughs) (laughs) hey andrew no cops no cops you you really really crossed a line here (laughs) like i'm usually i'm usually he's upset (laughs) 
I'm upset. Okay. Uh, speaking of, speaking of, uh, I, I, I just need to take a little time to cool off. Uh, let's just take a break. I'm just going to pace around my backyard for a little bit. Yeah. And uh, we'll be right back with more uh, White Limousine with Kylie Brakeman. Click. And we're back here talking about White Limousine. Cyclics. Okay. This is the part of the show where I drive to Andrew's house and kill him and take over for the rest of the show. So, um, <laughs> regular, another yeah. regular segment of our <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's a regular yeah. segment. Um, every episode. Yeah. And oh, it can happen after- more than once. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. He's, yeah. he's risen. He's, he's alive. I'm, I'm, he I'm, is I'm, alive. I'm a pack. I'm a pack man. Like, so I'm yeah. Jason <laughs> Pac-Man, uh, along with Sharon Cockroaches, alive at the end of the end of the One world. Of the um, but like, welcome, welcome back to the show. Uh, let's talk about um, lowlights of this album. What are songs or moments or just like, you know, things about this album that were less pleasurable to you in general? Uh, Sean, we turn to you first. Um, he's alive. I it's not it's not as interesting as like her other God songs where like, uh, oh, I can't remember the name of the one at the end of like New Harvest is really good. Yeah. Whenever she's talking about like seeing God in nature and stuff like that, like I love that. I think that's really beautiful. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Telling a like Bible story. I think it's like I might it's I might as well read the Bible. (laughs) I don't know. It's just (laughs) uninteresting. I would rather listen to this than read like the last couple chapters of God. Yeah, I'm an auditory learner. (laughs) Yeah. I don't, it just, I, uh, I would order, a, I would auto, I would order a audiobook of Dolly reading the Bible. That'd be, that would like, okay, I would do that. Actually, yeah. that would be great. That'd okay. be awesome. <laughs> she would convert me. Yes. It's again, it's just, it's that formulaic thing of, I, it's boring to me a little bit. Oh, absolutely. So. I don't, it's, I don't disagree at all. Like, truly. Yeah. I was going to say he's alive was my low light. It's just, it doesn't, I I think that there are better Jesus songs out there. Okay, I can't name some. remember what they're <laughs> called. <laughs> if you ask me to name one, I will turn my Zoom off. Um, <laughs> you guys better not fucking ask me to list any more things. You better not fucking ask me to back up any opinion I have because I can't do it. I can't do it. Um, yeah, it didn't feel like her heart was in it. I, I believe that she believes in God, but this was just kind of, I, I don't mean, know. It just, she was just like, I guess I got to throw one of these in. However, when they get to the very end, like the bridge to the end, <laughs> I guess, where they're like, he's alive. <laughs> like that got pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know why we had, it was a long walk to get there. Maybe she made it like a yeah. long walk to simulate like how Jesus was probably feeling. I fully agree because it like, I fully agree with like the fact that like it has nothing to do with this album. Because like, there's a really compelling, like six of, the, six of these songs are really compelling heartbreak songs. And then two of these songs, two, three, like six or seven of the songs are, it's a pretty compelling heartbreak record. And then two of the songs are kind of like about like fame and like wanting to go back to the country. And then this last song has like, the last song of New Harvest real worked. It was like a Jesus song. It was about like wanting to go to heaven and stuff like that because the mm-hmm. album started with her going, "I'm aspiring to freedom. I'm coming out of depression. I'm I'm like I could see the light of a clear blue morning." And then at the end of the record, she's going, "Now I'm now I have my eyes set towards like heaven, you know, and God and all that stuff." And like this has nothing to do with anything. Like I don't see what yeah. she. I don't see any personal 
like reason why this story is touching to her. I don't see why it has any connection to that, in my opinion. So no, it has no dolly in it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's also just going back to like she she knows. I mean, I keep repeating myself, but like this was again, you know, trying to win back an audience. So she's probably like, what did people like before? They liked the song about God. Let's put it back (laughs) on here. You know, mm-hmm. she's like, fine. You like Jesus? I'll tell the literal <laughs> right. story of how yeah, Jesus came right. out of the tomb. Is this what you want? I dare you to disagree with this. <laughs> the, the linking Mary Magdalene with Dolly is interesting. There's something interesting there, but she doesn't do anything with that. Like, truly, she just like. Uh, OK, Andrew, it's interesting. List some reasons that could be. interesting. <laughs> I don't know. Like the idea of like she's like. Uh, uh, don't. <laughs> Why are you guys attacking me? I hate it. I hate when we have to back up our opinions. <laughs> this is the this is a cruel podcast. Yeah. yeah. Good luck in some opinions past me. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Kylie, what do you have? Another low light for for you? Um, I I guess I would just say mildly. Um, it was it was that guy on um uh. Wait till I get you home. Yes, the sex one. It made me realize that I just really don't like men country singers. Well, sex too, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I don't want to think about it. Sean uh, and I, famous men haters, as we are. (laughs) Right. Yuck. (laughs) I would say I'll never date a man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I just like, it just reminded me of like modern country, which I don't Mm -hmm. really mess with. Yeah. Like swanky, like, it's kind of great. Also like, you know, Dolly like folds this guy like laundry. Like she like pones him like vocally yeah, and absolutely. like charismatically and stuff like that. Yeah. I think she I think she said that to him as they were leaving the studio. I've I I have right now uh musicfacts.com slash dolly, just slash dolly, and it says after she got out of the studio with Mac Davis, she said, I fucking pwned you. And then she got into her white limousine and drove away. Now that's 1989. <laughs> that's how I remember it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking at the I'm looking at that website, too, and I'm seeing that as well. Um, <laughs> yeah, like it's like also like the line about shadows on the ceiling. Like it sounds like disgusting when Mac Davis. It does. But, like, but like when I bet if Dolly said like, oh, that's sweet. That's charismatic and cute. All that stuff. Yeah, it's cute when she writes it, but when he says it, I'm like, oh, gosh. (laughs) It just feels so mommy and daddy are having alone time. It's just so, like, This This whole album has this general feeling of phoned-in malaise that I cannot abide from Dolly. Uh, it, It starts to really drag... Um, and this song, uh, He's Alive is, you know, by far my low light, aside from, you know, like the final, like, oomph chorus, but it's like this song, like, I feel like Take Me Back to the Country is pretty fun and like unique sounding, uh, The Moon, The Stars and Me is like, I don't even really remember how it sounds and I've heard it like 10 times at this point, right? Like, I think the one-two punch of this song and He's Alive, uh, it, it, because they are back to back, yeah. right? Back to back, like Mac Davis tough. and Dolly Parton in bed. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the no back to Call beast. the babysitter, because we're going to have some <laughs> alone time. <laughs> the beast with no backs. I hate that. <laughs> Bumping butts. My low light then is just like White Limousine, the song. Um, really? I think it's, hmm, I th- it, it's, it's cute. I just think like she doesn't have like a take. You know, she doesn't really have like a, like, cause that this is not like an interesting central, you know, thesis of an album, in my opinion. 
of you just, know like the guy with the hat that drives the limo <laughs> that was cool i like that but like i did too but like yeah like the idea of like oh you're introducing like a character daisy may and like this could have been like a fun first song i, I think like there's a way to rearrange this album to kind of make it work a little more maybe not narratively but conceptually where like daisy may comes to hollywood she gets her heart broken uh you know she dates she starts dating this guy she gets her heart broken then she kind of like returns to the country a little bit and like says like hey, i want to like i want to hang out here now and like i'm still the old daisy may you love but like it's just like and i i do like the line like uh you know from the bread lines to the headline she's a toast of hollywood that's a really fun piece of mm-hmm. play mm-hmm. um but yeah i just don't find a perspective on fame her perspective on fame to be particularly interesting or adequately explored because like there's a there's an album in here like if you just like stuck to this concept a little more like if you took out all the heartbreak songs and really dug deep on like how your life has changed after becoming famous and stuff like that um i think there's an album there but this wasn't completely yet. yeah because calling it white limousine implies that the rest of it is gonna be about like I was a I was right. a little girl and now I'm a big girl and and I'm famous, but half of it, two thirds of it, is really not about that at all. Arguably, nine tenths of it is not about that at all. <laughs> <laughs> to me, this album feels like she had a bunch of songs in the vault, like in the Dolly vault that hadn't been used on other albums. And then it was almost like a, like in case of emergency, break glass. <laughs> and then she got like. 10 of the best songs from the vault. Yeah. Which honestly impressive because like people loved it. No, I have to imagine as like a songwriter, this is total conjecture on my end. So don't ask me to back this up in any way. But uh, <laughs> as like a song, yeah, as like a songwriter, I have to imagine like if you're doing a concept album, that would be so exhausting to do after a certain point. Like even if there were just 10 songs, right? Uh you know, a, a album all about fame would be hard. So she probably just like writes songs like every day. Like, you know, that thing where if you're a writer, you want to write like 30 minutes a day, no matter what. Right. Um, and she probably does that. And then it's like, well, now I have these 10 songs. I will say, though, that there's like I think there's value to like having Dolly be a pretty reliable musician in that way of just like pretty reliably like with the like the Frank Oceans and the Childish Gambinos of the world who just like disappear five years at a time yeah. <laughs> like just like having someone reliably again like update an iPhone or something like that uh let's get through highlights let's talk about songs we like uh uh let's turn to Kylie first um I mean I'm I'm still still a big why'd you come in here looking like that head but take me back to the country is really good it's really catchy it's very uplifting and um it's very dolly and so that's that's one of my one of my but you like why'd you come in here looking like that is your boyfriend also an unthick king or how how do you get uh how do you get there (laughs) to be honest i've never listened to the actual lyrics so in the song she she says that he has a little behind and he has painted on jeans, so I'm kind of like... So he's like, wearing skinny jeans? Right, right. So I'm like, why are you even looking at him if he has no... Yeah, if it, you're looking it, at those tight jeans with no ass in them. It's small bottom boys make the world go round. <laughs> that is so funny. Like, you know at, like, any, like, steakhouse when they're, like, time to play Cod and I Joe and the staff dances? <laughs> this is, like, she was like, I'm tired of hearing Cod and I Joe. I'm going to write something else. And she wrote yeah. this. 
it is the hokiest song in the world. Like it's it's pure cheese. Um, but I love it. I think it's a perfect song. I'm obsessed with the song. Um, it's when I first listened to it, I was like kind of initially like I, I know this is like I didn't really think this through too much, but I was like, is this song objectifying to men? It's like, is it like kind of like a reversal, like ooh, <laughs> you know? But it's like more so, not really. It's more so about like the feeling of seeing your ex and the feeling of jealousy, or like kind of just like, oh, why'd you do? Why'd you come in? Like you're making me feel all these things, and I know you're not intending to do so, but it feels intentional. It feels cruel and stuff like that. And mm. the humor comes from the fact that it's all in her head, and the fact that. This is probably the most fun she sounds singing a song ever. Mm -hmm. You know, I think she's I, like. I like what yeah. she goes. And you're giving me a heart attack. Yeah. In the song. <laughs> I was giving me a heart attack. <laughs> Why'd you come in here looking like that? Or something like that. You know, she's like <laughs> changing it up a little. Like or just like, why'd you come in here looking like Yeah, that? she really <laughs> slams it. Oh, it's so also good. the cultural ancestor of that song from A Star Is Born, where she's like, why why'd do you, do you look so good in those jeans? <laughs> Ali it's, definitely why'd you come around with an ass like that? It's literally the same song. Yeah, no. Ladies oh, my God. Ali. Uh, Alec Baldwin, like my favorite comedian. Um, so, <laughs> but like also, it's just like the doo-wop breakdown is so fun. The harmonies are perfect. Mm -hmm. um, the line that's really funny is like, um, you could walk into traffic with like a gunny sack and like you could still have people go, aruga, aruga, honk if I'm horny, you know, all that stuff. <laughs> like, it's so funny. And then it's like, there's the last thing about the song that's really great is like how it's, just short enough that it makes you want to replay it again mm -hmm. it's like it's like oh, yeah this is like song is like made chemically in a lab dr parton yeah. really yeah. measured out the exact amount of song to give you to need some more um uh sean we turn to you what's the highlight i really liked the aria speedwagon cover time for me to fly mm. i'd love a good banjo and that just comes in like wham bam thank you ma'am and uh I just think it's a very fun time. I think it's a good tone setter. Um, I like the bluegrass roots in it and like mm -hmm. uh, the mixture of the electric and acoustic guitar. Um, and just like, yeah, again, the runs she goes on is really satisfying. I, I um, like Yellow Roses a lot on this album. I uh, I think it's perfectly sad. It's like her attempt at her like twist song kind of on the album where I feel like the twist of this is that the guy is not dead, but in fact just left her. It's very like something I see in my own life, right? Like everyone who's ever like impacted you emotionally has like a thing that if you see it, you're reminded of them. You know what I mean? Or like if you hear a song or think about a movie, you know, I just I think it's very sweet. I think like I my heart gets ripped out when she talks about like the note he leaves when uh he leaves her with a yellow rose i'm like this was a perfect manipulation of my emotions dolly you got me you got me gal she you knows know? she knows how to do the it. line is like are you sending your new love with like the uh, yellow rose as he leaves is uh, really gut-wrenching my highlight then is uh uh we already did um yeah slow healing hard and what is my love i think those two like pair together really nicely uh, to quote Tyler, the creator, like song is beautiful. I want to eat it. <laughs> like, I, like <laughs> just like the chord progressions are so satisfying. And like, it's like, th this is the stuff I like 
when Dolly writes a song herself and when she doesn't like have someone like write a song for her or do a cover, it's like kind of when like I watch an episode of Arrested Development and like it's like written by the creators of the show and stuff like that. Like, oh, I'm in good hands. Um, yeah, and it's just like the the transition from what is it about you, my love? Like, and then like, what is it about you, love? And then what is it, what is it, my love? The idea of going from why am I, why am I so drawn to you, even though this is not good? And then she, the conclusion, she, the conclusion at the end of the song is like, what is the thing that I need from you? What is the, what is the feeling? What is the thing I need from you that keeps me to you? It's not, it's not specifically you. It's something you're giving me that I need. I think that's really, really cool. Hmm. Like, I can't like, and the orchestra is like so gorgeous. And um, I just like yeah. that it's like a piano ballad too. Like it's just a nice change up from the rest of the album. Yeah. And then, yeah, slow healing heart. Just like what Dolly at her best is like satisfying and nourishing for the soul. It's like, and like, I really feel a lot of these lyrics are just like how long it takes to heal from heartbreak and stuff like that. The lyrics about like sitting alone in the dark. I made crying in art. Uh, woe is a slow healing heart. Gorgeous, gorgeous, mm-hmm. beautiful like and like i feel it in my heart and it's like it's kind of yeah it's 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 hard to like have your heart heal slowly you know after getting it broken and stuff like that. it's really it's a really tough feeling so mm. any other um any other highlights lowlights uh things you want to point out like straight observations an observation that i um i okay i have just observed this on a website um <laughs> musicfacts.com <laughs> slash Dolly. So there is a slash bar interesting facts. Slash interesting <laughs> observations to say on podcasts. There's a bar that hyperlinks quarantine. <laughs> it's a lot. Um there's a bar called White Limousine and it is Dolly themed. It's not at Dollywood. It's not like Dolly endorsed. It's just its own thing. But Everything is super pink and like uh, over the top. And there's a giant statue of Dolly. Where is, um, is it Nashville? It's in Nashville. Probably, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I found it when I was trying to look up uh, the album cover and it was all just pictures of this restaurant. And now I really want to go to it. Yeah. Um, but in terms of the album, I'm just like, <laughs> this is. <laughs> no, no thoughts. This is just Dolly. This is yep. just Dolly. <laughs> does what dolly does and this i feel like is peak dolly where she's giving all five like categories of the things that she writes about where she's <laughs> like heartbreak i was poor and now i'm not um uh jesus uh uh, 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 uh fun fun dolly <laughs> and then mommy and daddy are horny dolly but yeah, like the this album feels the most compartmentalized of all of them. Where the all the albums before felt like all those songs felt like kind of connected, like oh, it's like of a piece. But now it's just like I gotta fill the Jesus silo. I gotta like you know do mm-hmm. fill, like put she another has to song. hit her quota. Yeah, yeah, like right. <laughs> little, little, the rings on your Fitbit or whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it's just like I I totally like you know with Dollywood. I think that's very fascinating uh, the idea of like her selling her likeness. Like, I think at one point there's like, I don't know exactly if it's true, but like, there's like a, her childhood home, like they built a replica of her childhood home. You could look at too, and like go in and check out. Um, and it's like, kind of like, 
I totally love, I love the idea of like, just like the, of people wanting to just live in that world. People wanting to just like, this is a, this is a lovely feeling. Uh, and Dolly is very dependent in providing that. So yeah, like with her albums, with Dollywood, with some, the white limousine cafe, like, you know, bar or whatever like that. Just like the idea of like, I know it's like your favorite diner. Like I know the feeling it will give me. I know what to expect. Mm -hmm. I know, you know, what, like, I know I'm going to get a Jesus song. I know I'm going to get blah, 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 blah. And stuff like that. And I think that's, there's absolutely, there's value in that. Absolutely. 100%. And there's no like, you know, uh, artistically, this is bad or anything like that either. So yeah. Like for, for a mogul mainstream artist like this, she, we could do way worse. Like we could do way worse <laughs> and like totally phoned in and stuff like that. So I think this is fantastic. Um, okay. Let's get through final thoughts and ratings. The way this works is we'll rate this album out of 10 with a fun metric at the end. Um, Sean, we turn to you first. Yeah. I mean, I don't have much to say about it because we've kind of said it already. <laughs> um, it's just, it's formulaic. Um, but I do like what you said, Andrew, about how it is kind of that it's it's that comforting feeling of like, oh, you kind of know what you're going to get. Um, but other than that, I don't think there's really much to take away from this record. Um, I don't really, I barely remember any of these songs, to be honest. Um, I think, yeah, why'd you come in here looking like that? Well, uh, I'll probably put that on a few playlists. But other than that, I think it's kind of a boring record. Um, so I will give it five sexy feelings that have been stirred up out of 10. <laughs> oh, wow. That's kind of low. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, Michael, we turn to you now. I'm with Sean. Um, I think after listening to so much Dolly at this point, I am very familiar with the territory that's being tread. Um, I couldn't believe he's alive. It's like a Carmen song. Uh, yeah, it's, it's unbelievably on the nose. Uh, but I almost, it almost came back around to me liking it by how, like, this album to me is kind of, uh, formulaic and boring for Dolly. Um, I will also be rating it five out of 10 disciples that are called out by name. Um, uh, I, again, have never listened to, uh, I always just hit shuffle play <laughs> on artists. And so <laughs> anytime I'm like, oh, I have to judge them on these 10 songs and not my general feelings about them as a whole. It's hard because I, I feel, I feel so bad giving Dolly anything even remotely close to low because of, of the statistics of how many right, hits right. she's given us. But when you look at like just these songs, I mean, she gave us two bangers for me that uh, in um, Why'd You Come In Here Looking Like That and Take Me Back to the Country that like has to, that bumps it up to at least uh, uh, a seven for me. Um, so that's uh, a seven big rooting tootin' cowboy hats out of, out of 10. Seven little booties out of 10. <laughs> little booties. Okay, yeah. Uh, I pretty much said everything I needed to say, really. Um, this is a pretty lower tier dolly, in my opinion. Uh, but that being said, this the 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 floor is pretty high in general, in my opinion. It's like there's nothing that's bad or nothing that's like horrible. Like, this is unpleasant to my ears, like nothing like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, just like everyone said, it just felt like the most machinery behind it. 
I, I, maybe here you come again. I felt more machinery behind that one. Um, but like, yeah, I don't know. It's just, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy we went through this month. I'm really happy we mm-hmm. got to experience all these albums. And um, some of these songs are like, even, even in this album, like, uh, Why'd You Come Here Looking Like That? It's like top tier Dolly. I think this is one of her best songs. Um, but yeah, a lot of the, there's like a lot of, with Dolly records, I find that there's like two or three like top shelf transcendent songs that are like just immediate classics. And then the rest is like, you kind of know what you're going to get. Like you kind of know mm-hmm. what to expect. And then it, then the album ranking depends on how good those songs are. You know? <laughs> right. um, so yeah, I think it's good though. I think it's pretty good. Um, I'm going to give it, I still think it's pretty good. And uh uh, I'm, I'm pretty happy that like Dolly, like once again, folded, uh, Mac Davis, like laundry. <laughs> sure. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Pound. So yeah. And <laughs> like folded him like laundry, like vocally and in bed. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, when will you stop folding da- dad like laundry? <laughs> uh, so <laughs> I'm going to get this, um, I'm going to get this, uh, seven mm-hmm's out of 10. okay uh yeah uh after our ratings this is the part of the show where we get into our i've been meaning to listen to that playlist where each of us uh puts a song on our cumulative spotify playlist um where our guests and each of the hosts uh picks a song that's either inspired by the album or the moment in time where we listen to this album and we get kind of a peek inside of you know our emotional psyches so uh and that's documented in this playlist exactly right it's to get to know all of us to deepen the parasocial relationship our listeners have with all of us and our guest so um, just like when um, i watch like uh kylie's video about her singing the uh music man um <laughs> like I, I i feel like i get you i feel like yes yes you were, if you understood that, you're spiritually in line. Oh, completely. Kylie, I'd never been, felt like I was seen until I saw your TikTok where I was like, man, I do feel like I made a balloon and that's why I'm anti-vaxxing. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I'm just worried. I'm just worried. No one else gets it. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, um, I feel like I've been picking a lot of Carly lately, just like in the last couple of months, but um, I don't know, just been revisiting some of those that songs and I've been pretty hit, like, they've been pretty reliably buoyant, uh, emotionally buoyant for me. So mm-hmm. I'm going to pick uh, Want You In My Room by Carly Rae Jepsen. Click. Um, truly like one of Jack Antonoff's finest hours. Like, I think he can coast on the fact that he made a song <laughs> this good. <laughs> like, truly, like... Um, production's pretty perfect uh it's one of those songs like why'd you come here looking like that where it's like just short enough that you want to play it again um and it's just like so it's like a playful like uh like uh evoking of uh, sensuality so i love that so that's my pick i'm surprised i haven't put this on the playlist earlier but my pick is that don't impress me much by shania twain (laughs) okay so you're a rocket scientist that don't impress me much. <laughs> I love so how good. sassy she is. Um, the line like, 
I can't believe you kissed your card goodnight. Come on, baby, tell me. You must be joking, right? Like, <laughs> it's it's so campy and fun. Mm-hmm. And the music video is like, I usually hate Cheetah Print, but on Shania Twain. Shania Twain, Raven, Simone, the only two people who can rock Cheetah Print. But uh, yeah, it's, I mean, the this whole album that it's off of is like, I mean, it's just so much fun. Uh, it's got Man, I Feel Like a Woman on it. So The only two songs I know by Shania Twain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, uh, I, I don't know if this has anything to do, uh, with Dolly, but, um, Meet Me at Our Spot by Willow. When I wake up, I can't even stay up. I slept through the day, fuck, I'm not getting younger. It is a little, is a little banger, and, uh, I've been listening to it, and I found it on TikTok, and now I listen to it in real life. <laughs> Kelly, I've never, I've never heard good. that song before on TikTok. No, I'm just kidding. Really? I've heard it every um, sixth TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not very deep in on TikTok. Like I'm on very mainstream TikTok, and so if I hear about a trend, it's probably already been happening for about Meet four me or five at weeks. A spot. <laughs> Uh, my pick for this uh, playlist is uh, I was scrolling back through old Dolly Parton albums and I was kind of seeing what are the other like hits, you know, like what are the lesser known hits from her previous albums? And uh, I found this song on her album Burlap and Satin from 1983. Uh, the song is Potential New Boyfriend. Click. <laughs> It starts out really sexy. It's like, you know, like, and the whole song is about like her uh, meeting this guy and how fun it is early on and how he's a potential new boyfriend. It's very fun, very campy, very dolly. Uh, yeah. So that's my pick. Um, well, this is fantastic. Kylie, thank you so much for coming on our show. You've been an absolute joy. Uh, we felt immediately comfortable right away. So thank you so much. Um, and, uh, hopefully I'll clean up all these like hilarious characters off the floor. (laughs) Eventually, (laughs) eventually pick one up and giggle a little bit, (laughs) put it back down. Um, uh, thank you for having me. It's been a blast. (laughs) Uh, what would you like to plug? Any, anything you're up to? Um, yeah, well, you can listen to my podcast, Artists on Artists on Artists on Artists. And then um, you can also follow me on social media at Deadeye Breakman, and I will have more updates there. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, you could uh, follow Michael Limentado at Limentaco on Instagram and Twitter. You could follow Sean Wilkinson at Diabetic Twink on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can follow me at Andre Lee on Instagram and Twitter and follow the show at IBMTLTT on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. So thank you so much, Kylie. This is wonderful. Now we'll have a closing sentiment from her. Ladies and gentlemen, her. Um, <laughs> be yourself and keep on trucking. Hey, thank you so much, everybody. Was it, did I do it right? Yeah, you did. You did. You did perfect. Okay, perfect. great. All right. Thank you so much, everybody. Have a great day. Hey, click. Small bottom boys make the world go round. <laughs>